G'day boys, welcome to the Coaching Text. Can you believe it? Season number four. Is it that time of the season already? Of the year already? Well, we've been put through the ringer after the protracted contract renegotiation, Shane. Well, we've, we've had Shane Moore <laughs> Consulting is going to pay oh, for... my contract, the one I haven't seen yet. Is that what 20% you're of your of You your guys salary? talk a lot, but don't deliver. Well, you've been consulting mm. your own contract for Let me just check my emails months. now. I can get them on my phone. Anyway, no, nothing, anyway. Nothing from you two. It's great to be back. As usual, season number four. Four, would you believe? Can, yeah, I know. Like, Who would have thought? I thought the Podcast Association would have had us off by now. They would have had enough time to do their research. And work out. And he's still with us. He is. How is he doing but that? But it's great. It's great to be. I'm so excited. He's, he's waiting escaped. For... I've got, I've had oh. some advice in the off season and I've been cleared to play. So here we go. It is brilliant. So um, there's a little bit of changes in the format, which we'll talk about <laughs> later in some of the segments. And that'll evolve because we're just that way inclined, aren't we, Shane? Oh, yeah. We're yeah. always evolving. <laughs> evolving. This year will be different to last year. Yeah, yeah, no, it will be. We're going to definitely stick under an hour. That's, a, that's, a, that's our New Year's resolution, wasn't it, Shane? I'll believe it when I see it. Okay, hang in there. So, summer vibes. How did you spend your summer? Your off-season? Down the beach, Rosebud. Weather was beautiful. Perfect mm. for camping. Oh, I'll take your word be- for it, Shane. No, I, I had you were a... going to come down and visit, Tex, but you didn't. What happened? I had a little bit on my plate, Shane, leading into Christmas. And, uh, and then I spent Christmas at home. And then headed up to Noosa for a couple of weeks just to cool the jets. So that was good. It was that enjoyable. Is, that so is the going to be better than uh, Rosebud? Uh, well, I'm not sure. The weather was good, but it was pretty good here too. So, no, I enjoyed that. We didn't all gallivant around the world like our colleague here. Turtle on tour. That's We're a podcast in, in itself. City of New York. Were you in your element? Was it a good trip, Turtle? It was good. I, I did miss you guys. So there was a little bit of love there on the... Um, on the WhatsApp and the and the texting and all that sort of stuff, mate. But um, the what? Texting. Yeah, that's right. Um, can, can just on that theme, can we just cover off some uh, American sport from the summer? Because I don't understand. Did I hear two things? Because you know my interest in um, American sports somewhere between zero and stuff all. Mm. Did is this true? Can you confirm or deny? Did LeBron James leap into immortality so much so that they stopped a game of basketball? They stopped the game to do some presentation to him. That was my first question. And the second question is, did some referee mistake have some impact on that Super Bowl final? Um, so the answer would be no to both of those. Um, so when, obviously he reached the highest... Um, Point scoring point ever yeah. in the so history he, of the NBA. So we yes. passed um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar yep. um, during that game. And there's a, a neat little side story to that one, Shane. The, the old um, turtle ha- Turtles hairdresser happened to be going over to New York uh, to the US. Um, so the weekend we get back, she comes over because the hairdressing service at home, blah, blah, blah. Cuts the hair, starts talking about the things that she's going to be doing, wanted to compare notes. And um, she goes, oh, we've got tickets for a basketball game. I go, you're kidding. So she'd bought them like three or four weeks out, and it turns out the game they got flukily ends up being the game that LeBron's going to break the record. I said to her, you know that this is unbelievable. You're going to be – anyway, she has sent me photos and videos. She's like literally 12 rows back. She's got this fantastic seat, and she's in the iconic shot that he takes. They've taken it from the opposite end of the court. 
Anyway, it was on, I think it was Sports Centre on their tweet oh, picture. I, I couldn't yeah. give a toss. Anyway, no. let me finish the story to you. You asked the question. And I, listen, um, listen to the response. Right? I actually downloaded the photo, and when you blow it up, you can actually see her. Um, oh, wow. try, like, everyone's got their phones up trying to take a photo. Anyway. Why so, did they stop the game, though? Well, they stopped for a moment to recognise her. They didn't make a presentation on court oh. right at that exact point. Oh. Okay. It might have happened after the, after the game finished. Well, and I, as for the umpiring decision, or the referee decision... The hold, decision, apparently. No, it was there. It was right. there. It was just the timing of it was disappointing. But, mate, for someone who has slightly more interest in what you do, it was just heaven being there for a month, um, being able to switch the channel, watch multiple games of NFL, NBA, whatever, college college football, um, all the bowls were on, sort of like that scone of yours. Is that on TV as well? No, that's now. March Madness is about to start oh, now. Ah, yeah, yeah, so. Well, it looks like you've spent a bit of time on the couch, I must say, over the summer. So that makes perfect sense now. You've got that's over why, there. And that's, why, that's why. we were just, As we were saying off air, mate, we, we've just joined the Pilates. Yes. <laughs> hey, stay tuned for that because I can feel a sponsorship negotiation coming on for reformer Pilates during the, during the year. Mm. I think that's the only type of Pilates. Just, Not sure. Just, I think it is. Anyway. Maybe I'm getting my yoga and my Pilates mixed up. Well, what about the sporting activity over summer? What, 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 um, well, men's cricket? Women's oh. cricket? Can we cover before the men's they went to Before they went to India, obviously, the men's. But Snooze fest. They, dom- they dominated, but they didn't have anything to beat. Who did they play? South time. Africa? And, and the, the West, West Indies. Indies. Yeah, because well, I saw the, like, every game was over in two days. The B- yeah. BBL was better. Oh, oh, the Scorchers went bang. I went to the Adelaide Oval. Actually, that's one thing I did do pre-Christmas. I, I headed over there to watch a day of the cricket against the wind, the day-night test. Highly recommend going over to Adelaide and going to that venue and watching some cricket. Venue's out, good. Outstanding. What about outside of the venue? Yeah, good. Oh, that's kind of corporate. I, I, I couldn't get in there. You know, just a general admission. No, but outside of the venue, the rest of Adelaide is what I'm asking. No, good. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. For our South Australian listeners... I think uh, it's well worth seeing. And, and we can head over there in round whatever it is, five or something. The gather round. Get around us. Well, we're, we've Everyone's got our own here. version of it's gather around. around. It's around the same sort of time. Everyone's uh, there. Everyone's there. Correct. Down, down at the bull with the trickster. Back to back this year, Shane. A lot of damages to uh, vehicles in that weekend then, for that week. Where? Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't want the Victorian number plate oh, over yeah. there, mate. Well, mind you, you everyone will be there. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you mind getting down to? I think North Melbourne and Fremantle are playing a game in the Barossa. You could get down there over a few pinots and work through your grades from the Shiraz into the Cab Sav, and you mm. could be maggoted by three quarters. You know who'll be on the ground, I reckon. You know who'll be in his element over there, mate. Scratcher Neil. Scratcher. Hey, I tell you what caught my eye over the summer. So the Australian cricket team. I'll talk a little bit about them later. But what about the women? Just oh, last night, superstars. They're outstanding. They are. They are. They are genuine superstars. Yeah. To brain South Africa in South Africa, is was huge. Now there's a venue I'd like to go to. That Newlands Cricket Stadium. You see that mm. at the foot of the mountains. Stunning. That was big. Um, Beth Mooney, seventy-four. Saw that. Goes okay. Yeah. The Hayes are you family. Interested in some some. Now the one thing that I did pick up out of that game which I don't know if it's sort of like just the South African captain. She got left out of the team. Did you hear about this? Text? No, I didn't. This is sort of like old mate Tex Perkins, the one that you've been into about body shape and all the rest of it. She did not run. Um, I think it was like the two-minute, is it two minutes? Or one of the time trials that right. they have for players. Yeah. Um, 
and and she didn't just miss it by a bit. She missed it by 18 or 20 seconds. Yep. So no, you're not in the team. Well, that's good. At least there's some standards for selection and they're adhering exactly to what's it. what's come out, mate. There's been mixed views on that one today and I thought, I wonder what my friend Tex will be thinking about that one when, when he oh, hears about it. Just on my friend down there at the Hawthorne Women's Club. Is she still on this, the well, list this season? In all seriousness, I don't know. But did you see she got sledged at training? You saw that link I sent you? She she actually got sledged at training by by supporters passers right. by passers yeah, by right. commenting on her inability. What to were you doing out of Waverley? Oh, well, some, some people accused me. I had to sign a stat deck to say I was not there. But it just goes to show you that everyone's under the eye, aren't they? Hmm. Mm. Speaking of under the eye, what about on the weekend? The Hayes family win a blue diamond. Oh, little bros, Be- little bros, Ben and Tex, yeah. son of David. It'd be remiss of, of us not to say, I mean, we, as we joked about, which is not a joking matter, during last year, there seemed to be every episode there was a valet for somebody and um, old Dean sad, Lester. Wasn't it? Yeah, oh, you talking about Dean Lester? Yeah, well, you yeah. raised the, the racing issue. Oh, uh, there was yeah. a couple of valets over the summer. In the racing industry? No, no, just in general. Oh, well, yeah, but in George, racing. George Pell? Well, actually, while you raise old mate George yeah, Bell, let's move on. Hey, what about old mate Joffa Cool? Deserve that one second. I, I, I get to him later. Does he does he make that, it to the top? He gets it on Texas time. Oh Jesus, mate! I've got a bit to say about him. So it's seriously um, on Dean Lester. What a sad story. Uh, one of the greats of racing, form analyst, uh, wheelchair. You know the story. Been a wheelchair bound for a long time, wasn't he? For, spina bifida. Spina bifida. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And Sorry. then what took him in the end? Cancer. Cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. They must have had some um, some time to prepare for that because I saw a couple of tributes to him that they were releasing right. a week or so, but maybe two weeks before. But he that died. was all part of the GoFundMe, I think. They'd done. Um, Did he have no money? Why are they GoFunding someone like that? In all I think to support the family, the partner, whatever else. I, I don't think he had any kids. But his um, partner's, I think I read if I'm correct, was held three years. So oh, mum right. and her have been supporting him. Oh. Um, Sometimes mm. with those medical, you've got those medical issues, it's, there's a lot of money to actually, I suppose, survive, function, yeah. get around. It's, yeah. it's a lot more expensive, I guess. So I don't know, but everything you hear from everyone that's, you know, the, um, the memorial they did for him, you know, everything you read up in the, on, the, on the apps or read in the news, it's just, he was just a great person. A sad loss, a violated. And just to close out, one of the valets of last year, Olivia Newton-John, you, you, you spoke a lot about that memorial. To your credit, you were right, mate. But eventually, and I couldn't believe this when they said it on the news last night, they go, hundreds of people turned up. Yeah. I, I cover that a little later as well. Oh, but it is, it is one of the weirdest things you've ever seen. That, that, that whole thing, that the length of time between passing and honouring and the way they honoured her was fraudulent at best. How long has it been since she passed? Quite a few months. But you know what the weirdest thing was? August or November. Did you see who one of the hosts was? as long as you think. Tony Jones. Chompers. I don't know what he was doing hosting it. That that just made it all the more weird. Did he? Yes, he did. I thought um, Richard Wilkins was... Well, unless it was just because it was the Channel 9 bit where they were covering it on on their network. But mm. Now, I've got lots to say about um, some of these TV programs that are running at the moment, but we may have to spill those over into into the tweeters section text. Um, What's catching your eye? Which shows? Well, um, obviously, the my two reality favourites at this time of the year, Australian Survivor and American Survivor starts this week as well, Shane. We'll I don't stick, think... We'll stick with the Aussies. I don't think IQ 
on Foxtel is going to be able to cope. It's already burning up. I haven't watched one minute of Survivor. Well, that's okay. Um, and did you watch the the Stan documentary, Show Me the Money? I did. Yeah. Horrible. Very average. Horrible. Didn't see it. I mean, that, that just 100 minutes of my life I'll never get back. What yeah. about maths? What about Claire and Brody? Well, well, I just told you that we were going to... Yeah, I know. I know. I was going to speak well, about that. you're not covering it. It's on the road No, no I said we'll, we'll cover it off later because we're, we're already under time pressure, Tex. We're in time. We're in the red We're in red time. Shane, do you watch it? You guys set up I'm a getting, contract. Yeah, Surely. I'm yeah. getting the um, the look of the... The um, wind up. The, the windy eel. Are you into maths, Shane? One, two, three, four, he five. Is. There's five sections we're covering. There's overtime on the first one. Yeah, but that's so how we roll. Right. Now, there no, are... I'm not into maths. We've got some new... New segments or tweaks of old segments um, this year. But we've got to get people involved again. Shane, how do they do that? Where do they go? They go at the Coach and Tex. Welcome back, boys. Now, when they talk about off-seasons, th- this one went for a while. So it felt like a long time, Tex. Still going. Hey? It's well, still te- going. Well, technically it is. So we thought we'd just start. I mean, we, we've got our preview episode coming in a couple of weeks for the full season, Shane, if you're back. If you do make <laughs> it back to the second week. Um, but we, do, we did want to talk about the things that we were most looking forward to for season 2023 and it can't be we said the I guess the rule we said is it can't involve our teams right so we, we said we'd pick three each so why don't we get the, the round table going on this one what do you reckon Shana what's one thing that you're looking forward to one of the three mm. um, it's not to do with a club but it's more to do um, the head of the AFL Bill McLaughlin I, he is touted to be leaving after round X in the gather round, isn't it? May. May? Right. What is going on there? Well, I'd like to know what the hell is going on with that organisation. Like, seriously. <laughs> now, what we'd like to know is That's did you read the run sheet? I know, because it's, it's a separate further. point. I know, but. It's a fair point. It's I'm a good change, segue. But that's one of the three things I'm looking forward to seeing what's going on because it's very intriguing that this has been going on for, I don't know, mm. when did you announce it? June, July, August, something like that last year. And here we are, it's March this week. And no, there's been no replacement. Touted. It, it is weird. He, he gave it's us plenty just... of notice of his departure. If this was a corporate company, it would have been well and truly done by now. I don't know what's going on there. He said at the start he wanted to hang around and clean up that mess at Hawthorne. Which still going? Yeah, nothing. Then another one turned up. Yeah, the one with Taran Thomas. Yeah, that they've been sweeping under the carpet, which he's got he's got a track record of doing under his watch. So I don't know. It's a good question. I, I, I'm not sure where it's at, but someone. It's not only. It's a bit of a ship without a rudder because there's no head of the organisation, as in Gill, mm. and they don't have a head of footy either, do they? Oh, well, it's a bit bit harsh to say it's a um, a rudderless ship. I mean, he's still he's still in charge. I, uh, I mean, you wouldn't know whether he's invested or not unless you're in the organisation, but I wouldn't have thought True. that he's, uh, he's dropped the ball. Two vacancies on the commission as well. Being well, that's not, unrelated to Gill. But still, it's, it's you know, two people's vacant chairs. Yeah, have, but how long have they been vacant have on that? Too though? long. He'd have impact on that, though, surely. 
There's an influence. On who's in the commission? Two on the board. They're not there. Or the commission. Sure, I'm not sure that would be his, well, his, about his guess. Well, I would just question the culture within that. In well, what is it about that that you're looking forward to? Like some expose about what's going to come out I, or, well, I think or find out who his replacement is? With the AFL, somebody announced as, this is the person who's going to take over my role. Surely you would have that. This guy's been so good at the job. And you guys would know in the senior roles that you hold right now and have held over the years, that that plan is, and I know it can't always go right all the time that you want, Surely that's planned in the head, and you've done those interviews of X amount of people. And I reckon I've got the right person, or I'm down to two already. Here we are, three months away from his end date, and there's still no announcement as to who's could be taken over. Well, the only thing I, I would have thought, if you're either, so they, re, they reckon it's the two at, uh, at the AFL. Um, Travis Hall and uh, Dylan, Andrew Dillon, is it? Uh, yeah, Andrew Dillon. Uh, who, who seems to be the one most likely. And if you're watching that documentary that we were talking about earlier, um, Paul Connors reckons the third one's Brendan Gale. Right, he, still... He's a grub, Paul Connors. I wouldn't, I wouldn't hang too much on what he says. Okay, fair enough. But, um, but I would have thought that they're either waiting for someone else to turn up, but how would you be if you're Andrew Dillon anyway, saying, well, if I'm the one most likely from within, what are you taking so long to... I reckon I'm with me. Shane, I smell a rat, bit of a rat here because the media aren't running with, you know, this is who it's going to be. So it's clearly not clear about who the heir apparent is and that's a bit of a worry, I reckon. What's your thing that you're most looking forward to, Ted? Uh, I'm looking forward to the Port Adelaide Footy Club. I know you think I'm obsessed with them, but the, here's a coach who's clearly under the pump and I looked at their first five games... And they are really under the pump. So I'm really looking forward to how they approach the first month of the season because clearly the blowtorch is on that club and that coach and those players. So I'm looking forward to their response. Uh, do you want my three now? I can give them to you quickly or do you want to go one at a time? That's okay. You're on a roll. Uh, Did you I, want to respond to that one, Shane? The first one that he's come up with? No. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I think personally, I think GWS will make the eight. So I'm really looking forward to seeing them finally deliver some potential under a new coach, Kent Kingsley, who's... Adam Kingsley. Adam Kingsley, Kent, sorry. Kent's his brother. Kent. Oh, so I'm really looking forward to how they go. And I think there will be um, absolute daylight between... I think the competition's playing for second next year. I think Geelong will win it again. But I'm really interested to see if they come back with that ruthlessness that Richmond did when they went back-to-back, because -back, you know my view about motivation. So I'm really looking forward to see them go all out and punish teams and just brain them again. Okay. Oh, dear. So then I just, I just, what I'm fascinated by is the, the link um, between Tex and Kane Corns. So I reckon you're his apprentice, mate, because... I haven't the, listened the, to Kane at all. Don't you? I mean, you're making a mockery of our fucking show. Why? Uh, there's the first swear word for the year too, mate. I'm, 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 you've got me frustrated within the, on, within the first quarter. Let's go. Um, what are your anyway, three? Come on. I'm looking forward to Ben King winning the Coleman Medal. So he comes back off, off uh, a knee um, uh, injury. He was obviously Gold missed Coast the whole year. Gold Coast Ben King. So Gold Coast uh, are going to be thereabouts, um, like they were last year. Uh, I think there'll be continue to be improvement, and with him back in the team, um, I reckon he's a big show to win the the Coleman. Um, he he did well the year before. I think he kicked about forty five goals when. Yeah. When they were so when before he hurt himself, yeah, if he's right, um, <clears throat> I'm also looking forward to Geelong's fall from grace 
So I actually think they'll be lucky to make the top four. Um, so hang on a sec. So this is my top three. So you've had your go. So if I were you, I'd just zip it, Tex, uh, for the time being. There will but, be response time. Uh, but I definitely think, and the news was very um, ordinary this afternoon when one of the Henry brothers has already looked like he's out for a while. Big Tom, Tomahawk's already out. Um, so he hasn't had a preseason. So there's just a few things things to be um, uh, to be concerned about, I would have thought. Um, and I can't wait to see what I'm looking forward to is the Carlton supporters getting ahead of themselves. Um, but <laughs> the, the scary bit about this is I actually think it's justified. You I think, think they're going to go okay? I, I think they're a big show for the top four as well. Mm. Carlton. I love you. It's a bit early to be gambling, but I don't well, think they'll make well, the eight. I, if I correctly heard, GWS are going to make the eight. So Correct. I would have thought that's a that's Correct. a big gamble. Um, I think GWS will. $2.50, dollars to make the eight, wouldn't it? $8 they are you're to make the eight. You're on, aren't you? No, I just had a just little, a little look on the way in. Yeah. Just I'm happy to double up on our um, on the outstanding slabs, which are now in the well and truly over 120-day uh, column yeah. uh, for you age debtors. Well you should get a pallet on this. Right. Shane, can, can you be the voice of reason here? You've got a set on Geelong. You have had for years. Six acres. They lost four games last year. They, they were by far the best team, went on and won, and, and won the flag comprehensively. They've recruited well. They've got nine games at Geelong. Uh, yeah, they've got some injury concerns. Every club does. But wh- why would they be not? They're $5.50 to win the flag now. Well, Henry's not they should be $3. Probably, and I'm not sure if it's a big loss. They'll cover it. Yep. Uh, and Tomer, he'll be okay. He'll be yeah. They're, they've so got so many old blokes. Okay. They're not going to get better. The old blokes will not get better. So <laughs> it, it has to come from a. Well, okay, that's fine. They've recruited, um, but I think you, you, you're going to be up against Melbourne, um, Bulldogs, Sydney, uh, hungry. Richmond want to have another crack. Well, interesting. Collingwood, in Melbourne, there's Melbourne. A, Melbourne, when they Brisbane. had a good season, which they did obviously in 2021 when they won the flag. Generally, uh, they have a poor season one after or two after. If you watch, look at their history. That's what they do. So I'm not sure about Melbourne yet. They need to, they need to uh, mm-hmm. show us something. Well, their last 14 games, 15 games, whatever it was, they won their first 10. So the last 14 games, they only won six. Pretty poor. What are your other so, two items? Uh, is Geelong connected in Joel Selwood's retirement? How? Uh, what impact that will have on the whole group at Geelong? They announced the new captain mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. Yeah. What did you think about that? I think it's a logical logical choice, but I'm not sure. Mm. Not sure. I uh, think the terminology is is um, innovative for anyone who um, picks a player to be captain who's not guaranteed a spot in their their first twenty. I think that was the line you used. It wasn't a text. I did. I was surprised at Dangerfield's appointment. I agree with you. I think it's interesting to see how they how they go without mm. Solwood because he was the spiritual leader as well. I think. Yeah. Oh come on. No, I think it's, I think it's important one to look at. But and they've yeah. got the one thing I will give them is they've got great leadership, and, and I think Hawkins is a big part of that, and he's in the same genre as um, as Selwood and um, whatever. Dangerfield's a good leader. They've got other good leaders. If if that was the reason, and I wouldn't have thought his play was the reason. A big deal. He's I mean he's he's moved on. I mean if they can't cover for that eventually, I mean he's thirty four. Well, it's not just with the blame thing, it's more the leadership thing. Yeah, oh, in and uh, on the ground and then outside of that. Yeah. Things that we don't see. Like the things we've heard since he retired, like, you know, this guy's pretty oh, special. Yeah. All right.
they're an institution, that club. So we'll see. And the other ones is Swan's ability to actually um, rebound and regain their form as such, if you want to call it that, after the loss of the smashing they received from Geelong in the grand final. So we go back and look at history, right? In 2007, Port Adelaide got smashed by, coincidentally, Geelong. They made... They didn't make the eight the following year. They finished 13th with seven wins. And we talk about GWS 2009. You guys, the Tigers, smashed them. And they finished 10th the following year. Adelaide, yeah, 2017. So Never been the same since. When you get a, a drubbing in the grand final, it's very difficult to actually rebound and get back to where you, the level you were. I like it. I, I had a, a, for another commitment I have, I had to do my eight today and I didn't have Sydney in it. Mm. Oh, and I didn't okay. think deeply enough about the logic that you just used. So, anyway, do you think they'll, where do you think they'll finish if you're just throwing a dart at the board now? If they get in, it'd be just the yeah, eighth, okay. sort of nine, tenth maybe. So they're not a lock for you to be in the top four or anything? No. What about you, Turtle? I hadn't thought about it that deeply. I, I would have thought they'd still make the eight. Right. I can't see them dropping out of the eight. But got, you don't know. I mean, that's one of the hard things, the mental scars of, exactly. of that sort of stuff. They've got the buy in round one, so they should... They should get off. Look at 2014, Hawthorne bet them by 10 goals in the grand final. Now, it wasn't a drop in like the one of last year. Well, they finished sixth the following year with 12 wins. Now, 12 got them in, but sometimes 12 might not get you in. So, like, it's on the cusp of not making the eight again. So, it'd be interesting how they they recover potentially. They've got your second team in round one up at Carrara. So, you might know a bit then in round one about both teams. so what did you take out of the match sim? Uh, don't you love this uh, terminology? Nothing. Nothing. I couldn't be less interested. But you're going to a match sim game this weekend, I'm on you? location Thursday night down there in Tassie. But uh, Can you give us the Jew report? Can we get uh, the Mill Jew report? Well, we could. might even get Nugget on, on board for that. I could take down the Jew. The Mill Jew's there. Screwings. Get the screwings on. I'll give you an update. I, I, I pay no attention to it at all, and I'm interested in the coach's view on it later on about the importance of it, but take nothing from it at I all. don't know you can take nothing from it um, because every club's got their own um, objectives that they're looking for, either game plan, playing people, getting the right minutes. Correct, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you know what I found fascinating is your mate, the corn getting all excited tonight on 3AW about the fact that um, Melbourne touched up St Kilda and then for 30 minutes apparently they did running exercises straight after the game. Um, And he thought, oh my goodness, look at the fitness regime, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, the guy's a dickhead. Like, I mean, I would have thought that that stuff is managed to within an inch of their lives, these guys. So played St Kilda. Probably didn't get enough running. St Kilda were chasing them all day, so they're not doing exercises afterwards. But haven't they? Aren't they all um, well, GPS and all, all the that? Data that have the data exactly. Back going, oh, hang on, these guys haven't had yeah. enough workload. Let's run them for thirty. Exactly. Or, oh or, my goodness! And no, no, or I'm with Corn. Or of course you are. They've got a much higher standard than St Kilda. And so I mean that is a worry. You talk about that is a worry if you're. If you're in the St Kilda camp and they get touched up like that, I wouldn't have thought that was in the Lions. I thought you said it doesn't count, though, Matt Sim. No, it doesn't, but I'm not sure when you get belted like that. Hawthorne got belted as well. That, 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 but Hawthorne and St Kilda can't afford to be having significant losses. Well, they probably the played the, the, the top two teams on, in the line of betting Possibly. for the Premiership. They would have done a heaps of structured training through pre-season anyway, so I'd say that 
I don't look at the games, but just conditioning. Get some. Is that all it is? Conditioning. Oh, that's what I look at. It. Not about touch and feel of. No, and of it would vary for each club. So, for example, in North Melbourne and Hawthorne, um, where they're at, absolutely. Well, your new new coach. There'll be some relevance to what they're doing. So the new coach and maybe they want to get more out of the games. But you know, the likes of Richmond, potentially Collingwood, um, Swans, those sort of teams of Melbourne. Well, you're integrating new players. Um, So it's it's like McRae's got his second full preseason down there now. So I mean, I I think there's. um, I I don't know. you, You come out of it thinking, oh my goodness, they're absolutely a lock now for. This position or that position because of what happened yeah. in the um, and they're all at, at staged um, periods of, of, of their preparation for the year Correct. as well because I mean S- Sydney and Geelong would have started a month later in their um, right. on their preseason because yeah. of when they finished compared mm. to the nine teams or whatever it was that didn't make no sorry more than that ten that didn't make the eight. What do we got? Right, there's Eighteen days is it, or nineteen days to round the first day? Yep. Sixteenth. Yep. Is that right? Something. Like yep. Um, so, mate, the the teams would probably taper off with their training probably on the ninth, tenth. I've, I've got a question to ask you about pre-season in your segment because I'm genuinely interested because right. you're a source of knowledge, Shane. Is that an addition to the subjects already in my segment? Yeah, I'll have to throw another one at you, but you'll but you'll just bat it away beautifully. Is that written in the contract? Possibly, right. Hey, um, just just to wrap up this segment, I'll I'll tar and Thomas. Disgraceful. Is, is your question what? Well, what do I think of him? Oh no, no. The question was, is he in jail yet? Um, but it, it sounds well, like he's been he's exonerated. He's by certainly not. been. He was protected. I've oh. said it before, mate. If that's the right word. I've said it before. Four words. You can't trust them. Well, uh, yeah. Hey, so I'm if telling you, want, you. If you want to start, you don't want to start on the North Melbourne Football Club the way they've uh, wrongly protected a number of players over the years. Oh, hello. He's got that eye. So. Yeah, well. You go back. No, no. We, we, yeah, you know we can, I do. You can go back. Well, you can even go back further. For someone that's actually crushed up anti-inflammatory tablets in a plastic bag. You may have that. slashed outside the off stump at the time. Can you empty your pockets, please? I want to see if you've got a, you've got a bag of that stuff as well. Hey, it may go further than that. What about, uh, we, had, we don't have time now, and I'm getting the wind-up, but culturally, what about old Bazza back in the 70s? Or Barry Cable, allegedly Mickey fitting a few people. Mm. So that there could did be. You hear a, that too? Did you hear that? Yeah. We might have a section on North Melbourne's yeah. culture and see if if yeah. we can rattle two planks cage yeah. out there. But, but I thought there was a bit of a double entendre there when they mentioned the cable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Barry <laughs> Cable allegedly inappropriately yeah. interfering with young minors. people. Oh, He's he, he got the droppers about him, mate. Oh. That is a disgrace. Taron Thomas. So just because you, you, you know I can go a bit rogue. He's. Been accused of, but not found guilty of these these multiple offences. Yeah, so alleged. allegedly yeah. poor yeah. behaviour against yeah. women. Yeah, and the club stance is come back and train because you're not guilty of anything yet. Is that where it's at? Oh, I don't know about that. I think the the thing that's more interesting is the AFL. They, the AFL got involved and it was just a cover up. Mm. Another cover up, and and the topic around brand protect, protection of the AFL under. Gil McLaughlin on this same topic again. The, just, just an. Uh, over, you two might be onto something here. Overrated. You might be onto something. Um, and just quickly, what's going on in Tassie? Like, how long before they make this call? 
It's a I'm done deal, mate. Done so deal. You got, so your visit down there unrelated to any major no, announcement? I may, have a, I may be down there Are for you speaking to Rockers? You're going to catch up with Rockers I'll while you're I'll tell you what there? I'm going to do a little bit of digging on. Tommy's I cousin? was taken aback by those Taswegians that I speak to. How if you're not based in Hobart, they do not want this team at all. They are anti it. They reckon it's a waste of money mm. and they're short-sighted people. But they're, they're, the sentiment on the ground in Tasmania is not all for this at all. I thought it would be just everyone wants it, but they don't. Just the government. Mm. They've mm. got to fund it. And you need a stadium. You absolutely need a stadium. So build well, one or Obviously shut up. you don't forget that around because aren't they playing at um, uh, Norwood Oval or something, one of the games? You're going to get an average of 14,000, 15,000 people a game. Which it's AFL, AFL more, standard ground is there in, in the Barossa Valley? No, that's a conceptual one-off thing. They build a stand, they've got a standard well, corral. One-off, mate. You, you want to make sure the ground inspection goes okay. They've got a stand in Western Sydney. They've got a, they've got a venue in Western Sydney. They've got a venue at Corral. Well, they didn't in Western Sydney. They no, didn't they when they one. started. They made one. Yeah, well, so you can start and then bring it on at some point. You need a stadium, mate. What's, uh, what's the size of the stadium for the jack jumpers down there for the basketball? 6,000, I think. six or 7,000. Uh, they'll probably average more people there than going to the footy. They, they'll be more they successful if they get in than Gold Coast. No. I'm not sure about that, mate. Okay. All right. Oof. Bit of energy about that one to start with, eh, Shano? Mm. But um, ooh, now we get into the fun bits. Morwood. A chance here for Collingwood. Shane Morwood. Well, this is one of the, the new innovations for season 2023, Shane. You've come back and said, I want a change of name for my segment, otherwise I won't be back. So welcome to the Coach's don't listen, Carousel. Don't listen, listen, listen. And it just goes round and round until everyone gets bored and we not no. It, it just means that we are just going to change up the topics every week, aren't we, Shane? You guys do whatever you want, and I will just respond as best as well, I can, I, as usual. I was shocked when I got an email from you last night requesting I was responding to your email, email last night. Okay, but did you send the email or not? I did. Yeah, yeah issue, that's what I just I said. You sent an email. I responded to your email. Issuing okay. instructions on a Sunday night, you were. Yeah. Oh, well, I said, I'm, I'm looking to delegate some of my work. <laughs> Could you give me X and I'll come back with Y? Just, when did you send the email? Sunday mm. afternoon. All right. Saturday night. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, that's right. It was late. Yeah. yeah. While I was watching the um, the backlog of Survivor episodes. Oh. Mm. What number you up to? Oh, I've caught up. I watched last night as well, yeah. The carousel's anyway. done one round already. George. What's George? Have you, have you had enough of George? <laughs> no, 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 that's okay. King George. King anyway, has, has it's King, time King. for King Shane to, to rise. Sure now, Shano, what you asked us to do was, please tell us, Give me a player that you feel will take the next step in their career this year. The reasons why, in, and the reasons why you chose that player. So Turtle, you come back with Sam Draper from Essendon. And your reasoning was, do you want to tell the listeners the reason, your detailed reason this why be, you chose This will be good. This will, yeah. Now I must admit, um, when, when I come to people. <laughs> at 9.30, it's better, it's better. Kettle's it's better to say it was surface level at best, my response. I thought, mm, under a new coach and, and a new game plan, I think he could thrive. You said eight acres will leverage his aggressive style and be a big part of the new Western midfield. That there you go. It. And that's what I think. Uh, 
Sam Draper. Sam Draper. Goodness me. Okay. Well, I, I reckon he'll be in the discussion for all Australian ruckmen. There you go. Okay. Come to year end. Okay, he's got a fair way to go if he's going to. Okay, well, that's why now. It's So, so I'm just on the carousel and I've just been wound down to the back. That's right. So he's had six years in the system. Is that right? Yes. He's been there that long. Mm. Now, previously he played soccer. I think he was a goalie, if, I, if I'm there you not go. sure. I haven't not followed sure. him that closely. But I think he was. Very good, a very good uh, soccer player. He's not a hairdresser. Definitely not a hairdresser. Right? So he's played 43 games, and obviously the most games he played was last year at 22. So he's progressing well. But it's his marking and his hitouts where he's got to develop more. All right? He's averaging about 23 hitouts a season. Right. So if you get, if you look at it, compare him against a Max Gorn, right? And Max had a an off season, he had a few injuries he carried last year, but he's he's um, their grand final, their premiership year. Max averaged about thirty two hitouts a game. Now Sam's at about twenty three, but he doesn't mark the ball either. However, he has marked the ball up forward. I'd like to see them develop and focus him having more game time down forward. I know you got big two meter Peter down there, but. I think he has the ability to, at ground level to actually have a bigger impact. And if you can teach him how to mark the ball properly in dangerous positions, I think he can start to have that impact. Uh, but his hit-outs, if you look at it this way, if he, because he's so energised, I feel he, he sort of tries to jump and get him, gets himself out of the play from a ruck dual point of view. If he can stabilise his body position and actually hit it to the spot where it's supposed to go, if he increase that improve that by two hit-outs a quarter, he gets to the level of Max Gorn. It doesn't sound much. It's like one every 15 minutes. He can have the impact. But they're the areas that I think he needs to improve. But are they doing that? Is your mate eight acres focused on that with Sam Draper? He's got a bit to do. What about his um, contested possessions? Did you have a look at those? No. Okay. (laughs) I didn't. There we go. I think... Well, there's been more detail than yours about his aggressive behaviour. I'm just saying that's some of the areas where... The midfielder at Essendon are going to benefit. Well, this is once again just because didn't play at the same level as you doesn't mean that we can't have an opinion there, Shane. So, or I'm just saying, I think that his game's a little bit more than just hit out. So I think he's a, a follower in that sense, and mm-hmm. um, will get involved. He's tackling, so I think he does that better than some some ruckman as well. So anyway, just uh, you asked us for who you thought gut feel. Boom, that's what I think. I think it's better than the other response that you got. But anyway, let, let's see. Well, Tex, you mentioned... I mentioned Connor Rosie from the Port Adelaide Footy Club. And the reason I said that is he's been in the system three years, based on my research. Three years? Debuted in 2019. So he's coming into his fourth year? Four. Fifth season. Fifth season. Maths wasn't my strength. Correct. Um, Paul Welton Brownlow last year, so he's actually getting a bit of attention. But uh, he's been a rising star nominee. Didn't kick many goals last year. And I reckon if he, I said to you... If he can take the next step and kick 30 or 40, I think he'll go a long way to determining the success of that club. So I think he's a star and a speculative investment at $41 for the Brownlow. Mm, I noticed you put that in your um, review. Um, Connor Rosie. Well, interesting that I think he played higher up the ground last year, hence why he only kicked 18 goals. But the year before, he only kicked 21. The big, the big adjustment by playing higher up the ground was the amount of positions he had. So he went from 2021 having 335 for the season to 510 in 2022. Look at the trajectory. Well, I think coming into his fifth season now, it's his fifth um, pre-season, he physically should be right now in the development. It takes a long time to get that 
um, physical development through into their bodies. And he's not a, a big uh, physique player. Mm. He's fairly tiny, really. So, but I think if you look at Bo- Bokes, Surely, surely he finishes up next year. But uh, but like, there's going to be there's older players in through the midfield. I would think Ken is going to push him through into that area there. So he'll be kicking less goals. But oh right. I think that's where I would play him. I think that's the area for him to actually get better at. I think if you look at, I think he's as good as any other player from his flair and his ability at ground level and in the air. And we know he can kick goals. He kicked 29 his first season and and led the goal kicking. Bordello that year, so we know he has that natural ability. I think he has natural ability just around general play. So I think he's a big plus and a big reason for Port Adelaide to take that next step. Did you hear that? I did, mate. Uh, just what I vehemently disagree. Well, you you know what? That's why you're the coach because I I underestimate. I thought he'd play as a deeper forward, a, a more focal point, but I guess you've got Charlie Dixon, Georgiati, a couple of other blokes there he's competing with. So he no, he's up, not. They're completely different field. players, but they all no, play in the forward line. They're deeper. Yeah. Correct. Kind of interrupt the coach. Well, I wasn't. I was just responding to So what comment. you're saying is that he's got some upside. Absolutely. And a far better nomination or suggestion than Sam Draper is what you're really saying. Well, it's not well, a competition, it's not who, Who's better? I yeah. think Sam is, has absolutely... Both players have the impact. They're good decisions, good choices, because they both have potentially have massive impact on their teams. That sounds As like said, sitting if, on the if, bench decks. No, but if Sam gets better in the rough tools... Mate, they're on, they're on, they're midfielders. I mean, Essendon I, all last year said they don't defend, they don't defend. Yeah. So if eight acres can get them to defend, Sam can improve in that that area and hit to the spots to where their players are supposed to be. There's there's a bit of communication uh, potential issues there. Then man, they can have a big big impact. He can have a big impact on that, and Connor can have a big impact on Port's ability, both offensively and, de- and defensively. Because I think Connor works hard. You mentioned about Sam working hard. Connor works really hard too, both ways. So. He's got the attributes yeah. there. I think physically, at the age he's at, mate, he, he could have a breakout year. Even though he polled 14 votes last year in seven games. Front runner, played the second half of the year in the midfield. Um, bless you, Tex. Thank you. Um, but um, I think the thing that he'll face differently this year is that um, that would have caught a lot of teams off guard last year because that move um, happened in the pretty much the second half of the year. Oh, Everyone's expecting... will work about. Oh, 100%. Can I ask you another question? And he's already had a breakout year, so I don't know how he could have another breakout year. But anyway, for the carousel, we're talking about going to another level. Yeah. That's the question. Yeah, correct. Taking that next step in the career. I'm getting and dizzy on this carousel. At five the years in, he's cheering right. music. Correct. Hey, I got a question for you that I carried over from before. Hmm. I don't know the answer, but with 200 plus games between us at the highest level, hmm. I'll direct this to you. Okay. Body contact. So you talk about Matt Sim and getting fit and getting strong. Is there much to be said for actually copying the body contact? Because I imagine in your first pre-season game, the, the hits are harder than you get in an intra-club. Is there anything at all that is relevant about conditioning to taking the physical knocks before round one? Or is it just all rubbish? No, I think it, there's got to be an element of that, yes. Definitely, because it, it takes a lot of energy out of you getting hit by someone, hitting the ground, getting back up again. So... But they would have done a lot of that, just the simulation. But do you go, I guess my question is, do you go harder this week than you did last week as you ramp up to round one? Or is it all the same because you're worried about getting hurt? Well, what do you think, got... mate? Well, I don't know. I haven't played at the highest level. Well, you, you can't, don't have you to can't play be worried about playing, uh, getting hurt because then you will get hurt. Right. Mm. All right. So you've still got to attack the game at, at fair intensity. All right. That's all I was looking for, a little bit of guidance, and I thank you for that feedback. Well, 
telling you. There is a carousel music. Uh, you should, you didn't tell us who you thought your big improver was going to be. No, because I didn't ask. No, no, that's right. Didn't ask yourself the question. Work. I can look in the mirror. Thank you very much, Shane. Well done, coach. Carry on. And I want to look him straight in the eye, and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four flushing, low life, snake licking, dirt eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood sucking, dog kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat ass, bug eyed, stiff legged, spotty lip, worm headed sack of monkey shit he is. Tex is calling time on a number of people and things in no particular order. That dirty, fraudulent, pedophile Joffa, who was the face of my footy club, a disgrace, pled guilty to interfering with minors, a a blight on everyone connected to him. I'm calling time on him. Never want to speak about the man again. Was George Pell protecting him as well? This is my segment, remember? Um, Don't forget Joffa pled guilty, so he said he did it. Australian cricket team, the men's cricket team, calling time on them and some people in it, particularly David Warner. Um, This is a team who got way ahead of themselves. They beat the West Indies in Australia who don't ever make more than 200 runs in an innings and then they go over to India and get smashed. Get smashed. South Africa before that. I think they were rated two second best test team in the world. Go over there and get pummeled, and then on their days off, they want to go and play golf and sightsee rather than spending a little bit more time training and actually working out what they're about. Well, they didn't let them on the Nagpur pitch. But they they could have found ways to practice their craft. They are are a self-centred bunch of people in that club. And I'm talking about the established brigade here, led by Warner. Okay. Um, who you know ousted their coach because he didn't like the home truth. So culturally, they're, they're challenged, and now they're getting what they deserve. And they got this test series coming up against England in England. Um, I don't think they're in the top three test teams in the world at the minute. But I'm calling time on that I don't team. Think the Ashes is, is the Ashes on this year, is it? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Ashes. Ashes this year. Um, I'm calling time on Lydia Thorpe. That politician who lays down and protests and and just when you can't trust them i've said that for a while but lydia thorpe i'm calling time on her i'm calling time on olivia newton john and her family who blood sucked the australian taxpayer over there at the ranch in california and come out and have you ever seen a more commercialized memorial it was uh, embarrassing to have an Australian icon attract a maximum of 2,000 people six months after she passed. I'm calling time on her. I'm calling time on the Mardi Gras. I, I just thought I'd seen it all. I'm nothing against those that are inclined that What way. about the performance of Danny and Kylie at the Mardi Gras? Yeah, that was something to see. Yeah. Um, but the welcome to country from the, the LGBTQI plus Aboriginal who stood up there at the front doing the welcome to the country was just about as unpalatable as it gets. Why? Because it's the, the, the Aboriginals are not homosexual. So why were you watching it? It's, well, I, it was in my face, Shane. I, 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 I tried to, but... Oh, walk out of the room. Don't interrupt me. I'm calling time on the Aboriginal existence at the Mardi Gras. We, we, we could be calling time on this segment, this new segment. I'm calling time on football in Tasmania, Shane. Well, they'll get a team... Overall. No, they'll get a team because they're an important part of the future for the national competition. But the State League, a football club as powerful with a great history like Glenorchy, they're just about cooked. They, they can't field teams. Mm. Football in that state at grassroots level is just about kaput. 
and I'm calling time on, now I'm going to go after this bloke until he proves me wrong. I'm calling time on the logic at the Essendon Football Club to name Zach Merritt as captain. There was a guy who, up until now, has led with his chin, and he's one of those unaccountable midfielders mm -hmm. who stood up week after week after week and said, we're going to be better, we're going to be better, and they never were, and it was never led by him. So I'm calling time on Zach Merritt. I'm done. <laughs> so nothing like kicking off the new year with a positive text. <coughs> what, uh, you missed the Australian of the Year. Which one? Well, there's only one Australian of the Who Year. Who was it? Enoch. Yes. Who? It was about um, positive um, body image. Oh. So the Australian lady? Yeah. Waiting for you. Well, that's how good we're going. None of us know her name. Yeah, no, I did see that. Well, again, it's the woke movement taking over, so yeah. Yeah. why should we be surprised? There's some similarities with the men's cricket team, as in their ages of their senior players or better players, like a Dave Warmer. With Geelong. With Geelong. <laughs> so, no, the difference at Geelong is... Geelong challenged themselves to be better, and from the outside at least, they had players, you know, the oh, senior players, who they had the same set of values. You've got, you got, you got the vice-captain now who's going to captain next week because Pat Cummings is indisposed for, for genuine reasons. Yeah, his Steve Smith should, should never be allowed to captain, captain that team ever again. He plays because of his ability to be a good batsman. But why they wouldn't throw that to Labajane or someone else got me Do you stuff? think there's a level of acceptance of whichever Australian group go over there, men's group I'm talking about, to India, that oh, it's just too hard, we're just not going to win? Because you know, name another Australian touring team that has been successful over there. I think Chris uh, Adam Gilchrist led a team over there that... Not Adam Gilchrist. He didn't lead any team. No. He was part of a team. That was the team that won. He might have captain. Yeah, yeah, with Hayden. Hayden. It was during, the, it was during Ponting's... Run as captain. Oh, I think Adam Gilchrist captained. Okay. No. Well, that was the last time they were successful. Yep. Not an easy place to win in, right? I'll give no, you that. No, if you look at the history, we hardly, I know, hardly ever win. So they they actually were, the psyche they were beatable, the Indians, on this occasion. They've, they? they've lost two of 43, I heard today. Two of 43 tests at home. India. In their last 43 at home, they've lost two. There you go. So no one's saying it was going to be easy, but it's the way they lost, Shane. No, I know that, but I'm talking about the psyche of it. They just mm -hmm. said, well, I'm just going to accept it. Mate, we're not going to win. We do. Oh, well, Mate, yeah, I agree. And the first fuck-up was getting rid of their, their coach. Correct. And um, So the difference between Geelong, JL. Geelong and um, the Australian cricket team is that despite all of his foibles, um, Six Acres is a little bit brighter than Bloodnut McDonald. Yeah. Um, give me a spell. i tell you what is really interesting, though, is um, how would you feel if you're Ashton Agar? You get picked to go to India... You don't play in the first two tests. Then they bring two other people in who are both spinners. They fly them over mm. and you sit there, pull on your pud while these two guys who make the other two. Murphy and... Murphy and... and Coo Coo no, no, Murphy was on the original tour squad. But hadn't played cricket. Oh, sorry. It doesn't Murphy. matter, but he was yeah, on the original yeah, squad. Yeah. Okay, so one, so they brought yeah. Quinnaman over mm -hmm. and they played Murphy with Lyon ahead of Agar. And, and was never and even mentioned. Right. Never even mentioned. Wasn't even close to getting a game, probably. Yeah, but they did that with Head, Travis Head as well. They, still, they already said they're going to take... I don't know why they took him, because they, they bombed the last test against South Africa and took one for 150. I don't like that David Warner, and I like Candace Warner even less. There we go. Let's get personal. Mm. Tex, well, congratulations on getting through that segment without being positive and without making a punting statement. Thank you very much.
Shane. 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 Oh, it's after uh, 8.30. Come it on. is. The, but we've got to talk to about a few people. But where have they been over the summer? Where should they be if they want to have a, um, a little bit of tic-tacking with um, old techs? Sitting on their lilo, the phone. Come on. And having a little treat at... The coach and Tex. Oh, he's got a mouthful there. Tex, once again, right into the um, Easter eggs on this occasion, mate. Don't, just uh, not that long long to go now. I'm mate. doing some market research for Cabri. Yeah. Going all right, You've mate. asked me to sample a few in late Feb. I'll right. give some feedback. Well, that's probably not a bad segue to talking about some of our tweeters, mate, who've, who've, who've dead set been in a paddock. Um, and I'm, I'm starting with Kim Jung. Um, Is he okay? Yeah. He's okay. I think he's okay. He's yeah. all right. He's okay. He's uh, Mrs. Not good. Got Mrs. The, got the old back back mm. back injury. Jag is back. Hey? No, no. Oh, come on, mate. No. No, no. no, no I don't serious, know. Serious, serious back injury. Yeah. What's happened to her? Hey? Well, we don't have a full medical diagnosis on this occasion. Will but, she be okay? But Kim Jong. Yes, we believe she'll be okay. Yes. Oh, that's yeah, well, an operation. Well, that's right. Another one. I two plank. Best wishes. Two plank. Two plank. He's literally. Um, put scaffolds all the way up the highway to North Queensland again for his annual sabbatical. Went up the east coast, did two plank. For a... He's just resurfaced, mate. I see he's um the 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 phone is no longer on divert. Um, What's happened? He took a he took a belated break. He worked through Christmas there, rolled up the sleeves and emptied a few containers, but then he headed up. To... Oh no, no, mate, he did a fair bit of work on the um on the decking as well, mate. Uh, yeah, he was doing a whole lot of um, handy jobs. Imagine text. him getting the mailbag on and running the string line. <laughs> There's no well, doubt. You know he, that that he's a carpenter by trade. Oh, I do. Hey, you know why he really went north? Well, he's actually down in Tassie for a wedding on the weekend. Was he? he I wonder if he's yeah, still yeah. down there. Hey, I wonder if he's down there when I'm on secondment later in the week. You know why he really went up there? I suspect there'd be a brown paper bag up there. Chasing down, making false promises again for some unsuspecting local AFL club. Oh, no. I know, mate. It could be. Um, it, but I'll tell you some of the bigger news o- over summer. Um, Dush from the Bush has made a, a significant impact on the Murrubar Cricket Club. Um, as the, you know, started off Sunday Vets, um, seconded into um, Saturday D grade or whatever he's playing. And, and um, it, it, like, I think um, old Shano might have um, extracted some interesting stats from him <laughs> at a recent one-on-one that he had with him. <laughs> How's he gone? Well, Dush is a medium-pace outswing bowler. Yep. Asking but, to be slapped through the but, covers. Yes. And the, the great turtle man has slapped him a few times through, through covers. You've got to hold it in, did you? Corrigan Oval at Dingley yeah. uh, in a uh, one-day grudge match, mate. A yes. one-off. Has he recovered? Especially, well, he's, at he's learned from the experience from the turtle. Yeah. However, uh, he did bat that day, and I think it's the last time the Dush <laughs> has actually put the pads on and actually... Did he get ready? His head. I, I think he may have got ready, but yeah. I think if he's played 12 games at the Barkers, uh, he hasn't batted once. Right. He yeah. yeah. doesn't want to bat. Time for the rumour for Dush. No. He don't no. want to bat. Right, he, and, and then on top of that, he's just been... All over us on on WhatsApp about the the Indians' performance as well, mate. So well, deservedly, hey? deservedly so. I'm not sure about that, but um, some entertainment news. Oh, um, is that Mick? Mick? No, no, no. Um, Sacred cows. Re- reportedly, a massive New Year's Eve gig led by Bobby from the Mont. Where'd they go? Um, Where'd they well, play? It might have been a breakaway gig. Um, a bit of solo action from 
from Bobby. Um, dissatisfied with the, the level of mainstream action that he's getting um, with the cows. So He's gone one out in the square, sure. has he? Could have been YouTube. a solo gig, mate. Can I, get really? them on, can I get them on YouTube? Hey? The Sacred Cows. If I did a search on oh, oh, Sacred oh, Cows, oh, would oh. they be there? Well, I'm not sure about their marketing activity on social media, Shane. That's not as prolific uh, as the coaching text. They, don't they have a don't they have a locked in gig coming up at the that well that at the, at the John, Palms? No, the Hawthorne is it where they go? At? Apparently, he needed to take annual leave to to go and do some to go to band camp um, <laughs> and do some practice. Um, but they apparently they're in fine fettle, and uh, he's just strumming as as they say as they say amongst the um, fellow guitarists, mate. Um, but um, the other thing, you know, this scooter craze has been catching on around the around the traps. No, mate. Well, it has been. Well, what, uh, what is he talking about? The, green the scooters ones. and uh, the green scooters all over the place. They no, leave them lying around. Just in don't the know city. what you're talking they about. They use the bike lanes well. Don't have them out in the bush, mate. Where I reside. Well, Mick, right. the bus driver, uh, has apparently um, taken it. Must have. Um, I think on one of his recent trips down to Melbourne over the Christmas New Year period, brought the bus down, loaded up. I've uh, just found all these um, <laughs> these scooters on the back and started a back black market um, gig up there in um, Bendigo. I understand. Is that right? Mm. Well, I th- he was um, he was a little perplexed. Might have heard that by by Trickster. He was a little <laughs> perplexed, Mick the bus driver. He did get a hold of me a couple of times over the break. Sober and perplexed. Not sure about sober, but he he did have a fair bit to say about. Uh, I was going to say about your mate, the pal. Oh yeah. yeah. We were gonna we were gonna get fill the bus full of diesel, and we were gonna go up and single handedly deal with those protesters as they lined Hyde Park up there in Sydney, but uh, but we didn't. And what about um, Smart move. what about uh, Mr. Beanbag? Very quiet, mate. It's been very quiet. And uh, it has been quite sticky on the beanbag because it's been oh, humid no. over the summer, mate. So <laughs> not for the reasons that you might be thinking, Tex. And as I caught up on my reading about Harvey Weinstein and um, what's her name, uh, Texina, who was grooming the ladies for Tex. Yes. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know who I mean? Yes. And it made me think of Ennio. It made me think of how's from cell block D. Yeah, how's he travelling over the summer? Do we know? Did anyone think to check in on him? I think either relationship behind the bars. Yeah, correct. Right. Yeah, yeah, correct. Not their apps, <laughs> yeah, no, no, not their apps. No, just to be right. clear for adventurous. It's a bit right. early to call him in. Yeah. Um, but we need the tweeters to be active now because Shane, you said, Shane said, he said, how about we get the tweeters to actually provide some input and ask the coach about somebody that they would like his views on in the weeks yeah. ahead. I'll tell you who will, the Beanbag will be onto that right away, I reckon. Well, there's a challenge for Mr Beanbag. Amongst Name others. a player for the coach to critique on the carousel. And um, what about um, um, the, the Bell from Brighton? Um, is she up and about? <laughs> the who? The Bell, B-E-L-L-E from Brighton. Ah, the Bell well, rumour has it mm. that... Her bonus was delivered in recent weeks, and the armor guard truck headed down there to Bo Morris, and really? it just it just unloaded, mate. The Reserve Bank, the Reserve. I'm not sure that the inflation rate actually got a hold of that. There was big trouble as that bonus was delivered. I've heard that, and Good on in breaking news, have a guess who's venturing down and may come onto this podcast. I haven't run this through the production crew, but he's down in town. He's coming down with vigor on a sabbatical. 
Mr. Flynn. He's coming down with the Adelaide Crows Guernsey and he's going to come down and he wants to have a chat to you. Well, has um, he, he lost a bit of weight? Because he's a very large man. Oh, now Shano. Discuss that jumper. at your peril. No, no, he... Triple X. Well, mate, once, once he went up north, mate, apparently he um, had a makeover. Oh, oh, man, they're going very well, apparently. Well, he, really? well as the humidity's kicked in up there in Feb, oh. he's going beautifully. <laughs> Um, the, I, the one, the big one is that you know what else? What, what other big non-footy racing, cricket, tennis event occurs in Melbourne around around this whole Moomba uh, mid-March time? What racing event? No, oh, what other non. sporting event? That's non-racing, not football, not cricket, not tennis, but it is Formula One. Oh yes. Right now, word of of people venturing down south mm. is. Um, the man who also sponsors one of the, or has a whole team named after him, Ferrari. Rob. <laughs> That's the one. He, he'd be ecstatic with it. He'd be excited and ecstatic because, I'll tell you what, I've got to clear this with adventurous, but there could be a bit going on in the world of the Ferrari. Mm. Just watch his LinkedIn profile. Just a, some slight adjustments. All right, I, hey, that's a big first one. So I'm, we're going to have to um, clear all waivers to ensure that we're back again for um, uh, hey, for episode two. Can you just resend the contract through to it? It hasn't come through to my inbox. Mm. Well, you've got all these special conditions that you put in yours. We'll be back in a couple of weeks, I think. I think it is. That's correct, Tex. Um, with, our, with our full season preview. Um, are we, are yes, we catching up after the trick The trick is, can we get him for our... Um, out of so studio. You'll hear uh, us after broadcast. round 12, listeners. The question is, who's going to finish second to the Cats? That's what we've got to ask uh, ourselves. Uh, we didn't good to it. be back, lads. I tell you what, there was a... there was a. Sorry, sorry, just because I'll get, I'll get uh, attacked on Twitter. There was a shock retirement today, which we didn't cover. And you know why we didn't oh. cover? Because no one cares. That's why we didn't cover it. No, no, I know who you're talking about, mate. Well, um, and it wasn't a shock to, to those who know. Correct, nah. correct. Um, thank you for your service, Jason. See you in a couple of weeks. See you, boys. Three times. Ta-ta.